Thank you for connecting to this podcast from Faith Renewed Outreach Center. We hope that it's an encouragement to you today. For more information, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Before we just even jump in the Word, I just want to share a couple of things, just make an announcement and all, but just, I'm just, I truly am, I'm, I'm thankful for the season that we're in as a church. Who's, who's been, in, just, just by a show of hands, who's maybe been here for, for maybe three years or more? Some have been here for three years or more. A few of you have, yes, yeah, several of you have. Um, in, in those three years, haven't you just sensed something, a new season that we're in as a church. Raise that hand back up. If you've been here and now you're encountering that and you're experiencing that, cool, same amount of hands. That's good. That's a good sign. Uh, so I'm just thankful for that, and I'm just excited about what God's doing. Um, we, uh, we, we, as a church, we, um, we're celebrating uh, this year. This is our eighth year as a church, and uh, that's just so cool. It's back in February. Go ahead. That's cool. That's a big deal. <clears throat> That is, uh, again, just thankful for what God has done. I, I had friends and, and uh, folks that I knew who planted churches around the same time, and there's several of those are not, not in existence today. And so for us to still be here and, and uh, still be doing what God's called us to do and be living this thing out uh, every day, is just, it's just a blessing. It just truly is a, just a blessing, and it's an exciting thing to be a part of. And uh, just thankful for that. Truly, again, we're humble about what God's doing. And so we, we celebrated... Uh, again, the 1st of February, again, our eight years of the church, and uh, the number eight is very significant. Um, I, I've, I've never really been one of those big biblical numerologists, people who kind of dig, kind of study that out, but I just, you know, don't know a whole lot about it, but I, it's very interesting, some of those things, if you do study those things and look at uh, in what numbers mean and what scripturally you can see kind of significance come from that, but uh, this number is significant, and I did just kind of take some time because of where we're at as a church. Um, I did kind of pull back and, and just do a little bit of a study on this number, and, and the number eight is significant and, um, it, because it means this. It means a new beginning. Yeah. New beginning. I mean, has anybody ever studied that, kind of know what that means already? Some of you have done that. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's in a new beginning, and you start looking at, in Scripture, just some of the things that uh, just really, as I did this, just began to revolutionize and just my mind and my heart as I started seeing this where we're at as a church in this eighth year. Biblically, some of the things around this number eight just blew my mind. And, and just one of those was this, that Jesus showed himself alive eight different times that we see in Scripture after his resurrection. So here we are a week after we're celebrating the resurrection, talking about him uh, showing himself in all these different times. And again, I you know, just for sake of time, I won't go through, but you, if you, you can, just go back and study that. It's really neat how he shows himself to others. Again, he's showing that this is a new beginning that I'm making and establishing with you. Again, he made a way, access for us. He's showing and revealing that now there could be a new beginning. And uh, begin because of what Jesus did. So that's just cool. Uh, we see that. We see, if you look at the story uh, in the scripture of the ark, where, again, the world was destroyed. Does anybody know how many people were on the ark? Some of y'all looked at my notes. You already knew that. 
eight. Uh, again, he took eight people, and again, he started this new beginning, and he created again, and we see this. And again, if you study this, I got for time I won't, but there are a lot of significant things in there that are really interesting as you look at this. And, um, and it's just a lot of things that have been happening. And uh, we did this. We've been praying for a long time. Some of you who have been in there who raised your hand a little earlier that you've been a part of this thing for a few years, or maybe you've come in in the last year or so, and you've started doing this. You've been praying with us for God to do new things. I mean, you've been asking him. We, we started doing something on Wednesday nights uh, about a year and a half, I guess, ago. It is maybe two years ago to where on Wednesday night we set aside a specific time and just prayed and just asked God to move. And so we began to see God just move. And so it's kind of neat. After, all, again, a lot of time of prayer, we've seen God begin to reveal himself. Um, it was, it was uh, again, another interesting thing around this eight number. Again, it just shows that this is a God at work, and, um, and I don't, there's no way we can sit around as a leadership team and think this up and try to lay this out because it, we're just not that smart. Um, we're just not that good. But uh, it, I look back in our notes, and, um, in my notes, and it was on February 8th that our first Sunday as an eight-year-old church on February 8th, we, caught, we started a little series called 29. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm going, I'm sitting on my deck, started, you know, last night, I was looking at some of this stuff, and I was going, wow, this is just, this is a trip, what we're seeing. And uh, we started this series. Um, Pastor Chris made a statement, um, and we were talking one day, and he said, Pastor, he said, man, this is not a series. And he said, this is a movement of God. And it just, that just connected it, man, and just agreement in my heart sold that, again, of what God's doing here. And just even, and again, I'm going to ask for another show of hands, who's been around just since February 8th, and you've seen, again, a shift in what God's doing in church? Just, again, I'm going to ask you to raise it up, raise it up high. As many of you haven't, again, encountered that. Who's, who has been personally God's done something for you since February 8th? That's cool. Now, there you, there you, now, you, now it's real. Now we know it's real. So again, we start seeing all these things start happening. Again, it's, it's this new beginning, this new time, it's, you know, in the eighth year. All these things are just kind of happening, and, uh, and it's just it's kind of wild. So we did this. God's been setting up all those things in the spiritual, and as a natural church, in the natural side of what we're supposed to do, uh, God began to just kind of speak some things to us about what we wanted to do, and, um, and it was kind of neat. We found out in... Uh, I guess since we've been here in, in five years uh, as a church in this, in this city, in this community, uh, a couple of things that we've seen that have been a struggle in our church. That when I say struggle, I use that loosely, but just as a struggle, so maybe some hindrances that have stopped us from being fully, I believe in my heart, reaching out and doing all we can do for God. So uh, a couple of things. This is what we've seen. Uh, the first one is this. The first one is just our visibility as a church presence, as a physical structure in, in this area. Um, if, you were, if you were with us early on, the first uh, three years uh, of our church, we met in a movie theater. And that was an exciting time there, praise the Lord. Uh, and so uh, each week going in, setting up, tearing down, and, and doing those things. And so, but we learned a lot of things. We learned that, that the church is not a building. We just learned that. We'll never forget. I think if for nothing else, God showed us that, that we're it. We're the body of Christ. We're the church. We're his representatives, his people who breathe in and out. We have this, the temple of the Holy Spirit ourselves. So we've seen that as a church. That was cool. So then we did this after getting this uh, facility. One of the things, again, that struggled, that people struggled is just kind of knowing here, just a visibility as a church, just signage was one of those things. I've had this happen on several occasions. Some of you are, are, are people that I'm talking about right now 
who you knew you was coming here, somebody gave you directions to this facility, and you drove up south, uh, down South Main Street several times before you found it. So, I, mean, this, I mean, that happened several times. I've had meetings set up where people was going to come and meet me here, and we're going to discuss things or talk about things. They said, man, I couldn't find you. So we've done some things that we can do. Again, as, as a church, we've went in, and uh, if, 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 again, if you've been here for a little while, you know we cleared out like every tree in front of the building that we could. I mean, we went, we, the whole front road was covered up. We moved those, moved build, trees in front of the building. We've done all this kind of stuff we can do in that area. So, again, it was still a struggle. Uh, still, again, just trying to do what we can do. The second thing that we found that as a church, that was kind of a struggle as a church for people making the connection with about what God was doing personally in us as a church, we feel is, is this, is that we're a faith-renewed outreach center. Now, um, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things that we've had a lot of people that, that, that don't know what outreach center means. Uh, it, it's, it's done this. It's led, had a lot of people, again, through conversations, being here a while. We've learned this stuff. Uh, that if people would drive up and down our road. Once maybe they did finally find seen our little piddly sign out there. Uh, they see that. Uh, they would just think this. They're thinking they're outreach center. They think that we're just a home for uh, maybe addictions, and that's kind of what we are. Uh, we have asked that a lot, and I've actually had people stop here and ask if, if that's what we do. And I was like, yeah, we do that. That's one of the things that we do here. Uh, and so uh, some of you guys have been recipients of that, that ministry. But I said, but yes, yeah, so much more. So that's been a struggle. We've also seen this. We've had people who would see this and see Faith Renewed Outreach Center and would struggle with, but again, uh, maybe they've come from a different part of, of the world and it's part of, uh, you know, America, and they don't know what that means. Or it's even been this. It's maybe thought that, again, because of that, we're a part of just maybe affiliation of another outreach center somewhere else in different places. And so um, that was one of the things that we found as a struggle. So in our prayer as a church, in the new beginning, in this new year, there's a couple of things that we've asked God to just kind of, just any way that we can reach and make a difference in somebody's life, do that. We ask the Lord to kind of do that, help us uh, along that, that way. So we've done something. Uh, we we've, we've have a, um, a new logo that we're going to be putting out for the church, and so new, the announcement is this, and this is where I'm going to need your help. Uh, we're getting ready to do a lot of, of what you would call in the business world, rebranding. And so if, if some of you guys understand what that means, but it's going to take on, things are going to take on a, a, just a different look, but from, again, our past uh, graphic, our past logo, and those types of things. So we're going um, to re- reveal a new logo. So I'm going to ask if they would to put up the new logo onto the screen, and I want you guys to, if, if you like that, make a little noise, just if they put that up. Yeah! Come on, somebody. Yeah! I love the segment right here. Yes! That gets me fired up, man. Thank you, guys. That's so cool. Wouldn't it be bad if we showed everybody went like, duh, duh. Well, it's like Clemson, man. I don't want to Clemson. No, it's, 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 it's more than that. Uh, you'll notice a couple of things. Uh, this actual logo, and again, I'm, I'm speaking, again, if you're here for the first time, we apologize that we're doing this, but also I want you to kind of experience this with us. We're just excited as a church what God's doing. One of the things that you'll see here in this um, that uh, in this particular one that we'll be using as far as on the screens during service and in-house promotion and stuff like that, you actually see that those three-word vision statement uh, that is our heart as a church, and that's to make Jesus known. Uh, that's, that hasn't changed, won't change, will never, ever change until he returns to come get us. Our, our mission as a church is to make Jesus known to as many people as we possibly can. But, but you will notice this. We have done something. We've actually removed the two words, Outreach Center, off of the name. 
And, uh, and, and this, again, I, as I've sat back, only God could do this in the timing and the structure and everything that laid out of how this all has played out. Um, literally, we, we, again, people have asked, are we this addiction place? And I'm like, yes, we are. And, and, uh, and as we've been looking at, we still are and always will be an outreach center. Our goal and our heart is, and I tell us every week, God's doing this here so we can go out. Bring them back in every week. Outreach centers, who we are, that will never change. But we're also this, we're worship center. Man, I'm just experienced worship in this place, man, in the presence of a living, holy God, man. Ain't that incredible? Just to counter those things and experience the fullness of God the way we have in this church. And so we are that, and there's so much more. Um, we could put the name of Faith Renewed Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Serious, man. And that is... a. But I think, I mean, we, we almost could do that. We may have a lot more business coming on if we did that. I don't know. We may have a few more people show up throughout the week. But, um, but we are that. We are that. I, I think we could put Faith Renewed Healing Center on there. We could put Faith Renewed Family. And we could put Faith Renewed Church and, and all these things. And so we, we just ask God again, what, what is And So just from here on out, you'll just be seeing us referred to as just Faith Renewed because Again, God reminded me of this. I'm just I'm loving how he's reminding me of things. It was about, again, as an eight-year-old church now, it's probably about nine and a half years ago when God spoke and said two words to me. I was getting ready one day. I was getting ready to go somewhere, and I was getting ready. And, um, and if I ever knew, if I ever knew that God spoke to me that day, he did. And I heard him say two words, and I, he said, faith renewed. And I was like, wow, man. And I went down that day, and I, I told Angel, so we just began to ask God what it meant. What does that look like? What does faith renew look like? And, you know, you start in your mind trying to figure it out. It looks like this. It means this or it means that. And we try to put labels on it or whatever it is. And so, again, as we go back to when it's all said and done, it's just those two words that God started and put in our heart. It's what we're going to go with. And it's just faith renewed because I'm telling you, this is going to be that place. And it's a church. It's a worship center, outreach center. It's all those things. But I believe it's so much more. It's a family. And uh, so we want to be that. So uh, you're going to start seeing this. We wanted to do uh, something, uh, you know, this a little bit different way. It was difficult when we started realizing uh, that we have our logo on everything. So we've done a decent job of, of trying to, you know, I guess get it out there and show. We started looking and we was like, man, do you see how hard this is going to be that one Sunday we say our prayer and dismiss and the next Sunday everybody comes back and everything's redone. So it was difficult. So we started looking at this situation. We started saying, man, God, help us to kind of figure this out, do it the right way. So we want to do this. We wanted to reveal this today and, uh, and, and show you kind of uh, just some things that we would like to do and, uh, and that we're going to do. God's, God's called us to do this. We believe it's very true. And so um, it, it is one of the things we like to do is this. We talked about uh, we could have done this. We could have went in and just took off the old vinyl off the side, scraped it off, put new vinyl on. We had a new name. And uh, we could have done that, put a new logo up. Uh, we could have just changed the website, those, these little things, and that would have been it. But God, we really, again, it's a new season, a new thing that God's calling us to do. We feel like he's wanting us to do more and, uh, and go further in this. And so what we're going to do is a couple of things. Uh, again, you see the sign here. Uh, when we started looking at doing signs, instead of just replacing and putting vinyl you know, over what we've got, and we believe God wants us to do this. People couldn't see us. 
was an issue. So we said, God, how can we kind of do that? So this is what we're going to do in signage. Uh, these are just some rough drafts that have kind of been put together. It's going to be kind of a show of a little bit of what we're going to do. The first one is just a sign that's on the front of our building. If you want to pull that up, guys. Uh, that's just a, um, again, kind of a rough draft. that's drawn by one of the uh, sign companies here in town. Um, that's going to be, some of like, well, it's just a new logo. It's just a sign. It's different from what we've got now because, again, this is going to be LED, uh, new well-done, uh, pin-lit, uh, mounted uh, logo up top. And with the name uh, there in the bottom would be, again, LED lighting, again, that you can see. And I actually know, go to this one. Somebody said yes. How many was I getting your nerves with all that stuff? Y'all can just tell me, man. I don't care. I'm okay with that. Well, that, that's going to be part of what we're going to do. Does that sound better? Can you hear me now? That's the front of the, uh, that's the, front of the church. The, on the road, we're going to do something like this. This is where this is, again, going to be a very significant cost to what we'd like to do. Um, that would be smack. That's nice right there, dude. That's a, that look good. We want to do something, again, we could scrape off, put new vinyl up there, and it had been very, very low cost. Uh, we have, again, a guy in-house who does that, and he's an incredible guy who's done everything that we already see in our church. And so, uh, but, uh, we, again, really felt led to do something on a bigger scale because we want people to be seen. This is a uh, very nice, well-done, uh, new sign, LED uh, controlled screen that can change. Uh, don't have to put any more of those little banners up with the bungees. Well, now that glory to God. And none of y'all have to do that. I do that. And y'all clapping like, man, wait, I'm glad. you just don't have to see them anymore. You're excited. You don't have to see those things anymore. And so that we can actually tap in all this stuff. So this is going to be cool. Again, what we want to do here. Um, one of the things we like to do is this. On uh, what we're going to have is an official launch day. Hopefully, we, again, we believe everything can be done next month. And on launch day, we're going to do this. This is reveal day, but on launch day, we'd like to have the signs in place, hopefully by then. You're already going to see a transition of the logo begin to change on things. But hopefully everything will be able to be uh, switched over to that day. And also on that day, on launch day, how many um, knows we love some shirts around Faith or New, man? We ain't scared to wear some shirts, man. We ain't scared. We are not scared, man. We want to do something very special on that day, and that's this. Go to the next screen if you would. We want to give every person who shows up that day, every person, every person who shows up that day, we want to give you one of those shirts and uh, so you can go out and begin to share that and do that. And so, uh, we just again, we just think it is going to be cool. Um, they asked me, said, could you not find a shirt uh, that wasn't wrinkled up? And, um, and I said, I didn't make that. Uh, so, uh, but, um, again, that's what we like to do. Um, this is just, again, if, you, if you're here first time, please come back, hang around here and, and, uh, again and uh, experience our service. Yes. It means a lot of things. Yes. Um, uh, I, I sent this out to our um, to, to a, to a t- leadership team who to review this, and I asked them what it meant to them, and this was what was cool. It was meant a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And the stories that would come back and just some of the things that were heard, man, and it looked, people looked at it and said, man, it spoke this to me, and it said this to me. And this is what I believe God's going to do. We've tried to label it and make it something. We actually, if you know, our, again, our previous logo, we did this. Me and, me and my um, nephew made it. 
And um, it's kind of funny. I laugh now. But me and my nephew, we, I remember sitting in the office, and we did this. We went through, and if you know the four blocks on our, our logo, we did this. We tried to find something that represented each one. So the little dude and the, you know, and the little guy coming up was like, man, that's our faith right there, man. We you know, found that online, cut and paste and put it in there, you know. We found the recycling uh, uh, symbol. He's like, man, that's renewed right there, man. That's what it means. So we put that right there. And so we literally, like a bunch of little, you know, dorks, we, we, put, we put this together. And it literally meant Faith Renewed Outreach Center. And so we're trying to put a label on it. And I don't think God's going to put a label on it. And so just what we've said and shared uh, and just a few stories, um, it's cool. This is what I think it's going to mean. It's going to mean for some, it's going to be, man, that's where I got saved. Somebody's going to say, man, that's where my kids got saved. And I can look at that and see that as representation, man, when my faith was renewed. So some of you, man, I got healed in that place. And that day. So it's going to mean a lot of things. So we don't want to put a label on it. It is open to, again, to speak to in different people in different ways. But it does look nice. Um, and so, again, great question. Thank you for asking it. Uh, so, well, here's what we want to ask you to do. Um, we want to do this and do it well. And to do something well, how many knows it costs money to do something well? So, I mean, uh, and so this is what we have to ask you to do. We'd like to ask you to be a part of this. Uh, we don't, um, around here, just, I don't know, the last time we've done this, ask you to give. I think since the first time we moved in this building five years ago, we've never done any type of really extra campaign on giving or anything along those lines. I'm one of those guys who I just want to see people just be obedient. So I don't really try to, try to like, twist stuff and get stuff out of you. I just want you, the Bible says this, and so let's just go do it kind of thing. I'm one of those people, man, very simple, and just say, hey, Bible says lay hands on the sick. I just want to lay hands on the sick. See him recover, man. He says, go out, share the gospel. I'm like, I don't go share the gospel. He says, tithe. I'm just going to give. I'm so I'm just one of those guys. So we don't do this often. Uh, again, it's probably been five years since we have. I'd like to ask you to be a part of this in some way. In some way. So for over the next three weeks, we're going to do this. The last two weeks of this month, the first week in May, we want to ask you to do this. Be a part in giving towards making this happen. And um, I would like for you to do just, again, each person. Some of you are different levels. Some of you could write a big check. Some of you might be a small check or whatever it is. But I want you to be able to look at this when that new signs come up and just say, man, I had a part in that. Bob brought it. How many knows you can tell he's a military guy? Uh, the one, Bob, who did the uh, offering just a few minutes ago. I mean, so he, with authority, he speaks and says those things. But he's talking about being specific in where we do this. I want you to see this as harvest, as fertile soil. Again, this is fertile soil. When you put something in the ground in this church, it's fertile soil because we're going to turn it around to use it to make Jesus known. So I'm going to ask you to do this. Over the next few weeks, would you do this? Would you just ask God what he'd have you to do towards giving towards that and, um, and help making this happen? So we want to make it a big deal. Uh, just if you're just wondering kind of like what this kind of stuff costs to do something along this line to this level, uh, signage, um, New everything we're talking about shirts whatever it's close to twenty five thousand dollars is what is what that costs so um just you know, in case you're wondering never any secrets around here so um it's gonna be cool but it's just gonna happen God's gonna we're gonna do it and, and God's gonna use it and it's gonna be incredible what God's gonna do Amen can we just give God one more praise offering for that y'all praised the Lord too long earlier man. Is there anything going on tonight? Is any ministries going on tonight? Nothing else is happening tonight? Y'all good? I'm going to give you a little, little bit of word. Take your Bibles and do this real quick. Acts chapter 8. Yeah. Yes! 
Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 8. I want to see who knew to notice that. I want to see, uh, seriously, I, would put out, I told Angel, I said, man, you ain't going to believe this. This is how God works, man. I wish I could not orchestrate all these little things and make it happen. You know, again, we're on Acts chapter 8. Some of you are like, what's that mean? When you get home, you're going to realize what I was talking about. Uh, Acts chapter 8. I want to just to share a few things. This is going to be very brief. Um, it's going to be enough, again, just to put something in you because I want you to take this home. You've already encountered God, and it's been awesome. I'm going to give you just two things today. And uh, that's what's kind of cool, too. I guess the Lord kind of knew. Normally, he speaks in threes of pastors for some reason. He gave me two things that I want to share with you. Acts chapter 8, um, I want to pick up there, and we're going to read verses 1 through 8. It says this. It says, Now Saul was consenting to his death, at a time of great perse- and a time of great persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem. I need to pause right there and say this. We're in a series called 29. Some of the new folks going on. We're in a series called 29. It's a series about the book of Acts. And it's what God's called us to be, the church of Acts, who walks in this thing and lives us out every day. So this is kind of what's going on here. Uh, we see this in the story. It says, A great persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house. Hear this. Someone needs to get this. Entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. Therefore, those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. And the multitudes with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame and healed. And there was great joy in that city. That's why you just can't call it one name. You can't call it Outreach Center. You just can't call it one thing. You just can't call it because you're seeing in this story victory, addictions, uh, demonic oppression, healing in the, is a physical. So many things happening. And this is the thing, I just, the first thing that God just wanted me to give to you today is this. The greatest harvest comes from the greatest trials. The greatest harvest comes from the greatest trials. We, we see in this story, again, the persecution of the church being heavy. And these guys who were coming in this situation and were speaking forth the gospel, and every time they would do something to them, they got louder, not quieter. And so you see these guys begin to possess and move forward in every way that they could. And look at what happens. In verse 4 of chapter 8, it says this. It said, therefore, those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. And this is how the enemy works. He comes in and tries to bring destruction and death and life to you. But if you see it for what God would have you see it is, it's going to be the very thing that's going to bring the greatest harvest in your life. Because of the persecution that came to the church, it didn't stay in one place. Come on. It didn't stay in one place. It said in verse 4, it said, here it is. They came in and they were persecuted and they were people being put in jail and prison. And it said that they went scattered. you know what it did? They went out, and the very thing, again, trying to bring them down, was the thing that sent forth this great revival and move of God. So they saw this. They saw this in this light. They saw the thing that was trying to destroy them, and they took that and used that as the thing that that was used to propel them. 
And so it's beautiful. We see this, and this is throughout Scripture. Last week we saw the, the story of John in Revelation who was sent on an, isle, an island and exiled, and he was put in that place again for being persecuted and being judged and being condemned for what he did for the gospel's sake, got put on an island and met Jesus there and got the greatest story of Revelation that we've ever encountered and can ever read. We see it in the end, and we see it in the beginning, and we see it throughout. We see in Genesis where literally in this script, the story of Genesis, you see a guy named Joseph who was persecuted, man. He was brought down. So much destruction was brought into his life. But everything that he went through, God used this. God used it to prepare him, promote him, and produce great a, a blessing in his life. And he used those things to put him in position for the blessing. And so this is what we got to see is this. Genesis 50, 20 says this. But as for you, you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good. In order to bring it about as, uh, bring about as it is this day to save many people alive. Do you see what's going on here? You see the things that the enemy's bringing against you. Some of you are in this place and there's trial and there's testing and there's turmoil and there's destruction. Listen, just see it as a thing that God's going to use to bring great harvest into your life. I mean, you see Jesus, he did this. We just talked about this last week. Him getting on a cross for us. Gave his life for us. And the scripture says in Hebrews that he did this. It was for the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross. Do you understand this? He knew the significance and he saw the harvest that would come from the greatest trial he'd ever go through in his life. And so we have to see this and we look in Scripture and we see throughout over and over and over, we see this picture and Jesus did this. In John 1, 12, we see this, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. So this is, I mean, we have to understand that when these things come, listen, he was the only begotten son. There was one son. Because that son was willing to do this, go through a trial. Now, beloved, we can all become the children of God. Oh, man. Romans 8, 28 says this, and we know that all things work together for good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. You need to get settled in your mind a couple of things. Regardless of what's going on, if you love God, if you love him, and you know he's called you and you're walking in his plan, you need to know this, it's going to work out for you. It's going to work out for you. So you just got to start seeing this way. And the second thing is this. And this is probably the greatest, most shortest message I've ever preached in the history of the world. Acts chapter 8, pick up verse 12. Thank you for that. Acts chapter 8, verse 12 says this. But when they believed Philip as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Again, this is one of those guys that was scattered went out preaching the gospel. And it says that they were literally in this place and they believed in Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus Christ. Both men and women were baptized. It says this, Then Simon himself also believed and Philip, with Philip and was amazed seeing the miracles and the signs which were done. Now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. Verse 15, who when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet he had fallen upon none of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the uh, the Lord Jesus. Then they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. And this is what I'm just getting ready to close with is this, that there's more. There's more. We, we come in here and we're saying, man, this 
thankful again for all the things that the Holy Spirit's done in this church and for every life that's been changed for bringing you and connecting you and you bringing being a part of this and going out and sharing that, carrying that with others. And we're seeing God move in our life. But here's what he spoke. And he said this, there's more. There's more. There are so many more things that God wants to do in our life. And again, we've seen that shift start in this church at the end of 2013 when we did a series called More. And, 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 and we begin to be challenged to do and go and, and, and walk this thing out. We begin to see more of it. But here's the truth. There's more. And, here's, and, 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 and this is how you can judge where you're at and what God's doing in your life. If you're not hungry for more, you haven't poured out what He's put in you. So if, you sit in your, if you're sitting back, and again, this is, this is not a smack on us. This is just the truth. If we sit back and we say, man, I think I'm good like where I'm at. This is kind of okay. You can't use what he's put in you. Pour it out. Like a drink of him. Pour it out. And listen, when you pour it out, there'll be something there. When you, when you use what's inside of you up, there'll be something inside you yearning for more. So you begin to do that. So this is a church. This is what the Holy Spirit's going to do in us. He's going to do more. You know why? Because we're going to keep asking. We're going to keep believing. We're going to keep trusting. You know what we're going to do? We're going to keep saying.